Welcome to the Just Grace It podcast with Brian and Rex. just leave this. Welcome to the Just Grace It podcast with Brian and Becky Ross. He's the pastor and my hubby. She's the horse girl and my wife. And we're coming to you from our home in the Midwest, Refuge Farm. Join us as we discuss how to apply God's grace to marriage, family, life, and ministry in, in the, the Just, Just Grace It podcast. podcast. Hey guys, Brian and Becky here. Hello. We're just got done doing horse chores a little bit ago and it is super cold yes. here in Michigan. It's probably the wind chills in the single digits, I would guess. Let me look that up for you. Okay. Feels like one. Okay, well there you go. It feels like one. It's 16 degrees and feels like one and that's exactly what it feels like is one degrees outside. Yes. So. So we're sitting here in front of our fireplace in our lower level. Yeah, we have a gas fireplace that was not part of the house, but it's something that we we did invest in because we have a bi-level style house. And in the winter, the lower level was just absolutely freezing. Like yes. you couldn't be down in the family room. Or Brian's office is down here, and our guest room is down here, and you couldn't be in any of those places um, for very long because it just was cold. Yeah. So we invested in a in a gas fireplace, and it's not huge, but it's enough that it it really warms up the and it really warms up the whole down lower yeah, level. So. Right. So you might say these are and our new tradition is kind of to do the podcast in front of the fire. So. You might say these are our fireside chats. Yeah. It's kind of cozy. I'm not going to lie. We, we moved the, our recliners in front of the fire. and um, We have our... We have either coffee or tea. In you our have, mugs. What do you have? Well, right now I have decaf because it's getting... It's 20 after 6 on in the evening. In the evening so. and I don't want to be up all night. But... Um, we need to thank uh, Blake and Amy Donaldson for our pastor and pastor's wife mugs. Yes. So These are our pod- Mine says pastor's wife only because full-time multitasking ninja is not an actual church, church yeah. title. <laughs> Amen to that. And mine says uh, pastor warning. Anything you say or do could be used in a sermon. Yeah. So anyway, these are our podcasting mugs. We've used them. We used them last time, and we're using them again this time. And um, so this is also side the fireside chat in the at least in the cold months. We're gonna be in front of the have fire, a beverage in front of the fire out of our podcast mugs from the Donaldsons. Yes, I think so. I think so. so. And so. I'm drinking some collagen hot chocolate. So oh, that sounds yummy. It is actually very yummy. <laughs> it's it's um very good for you. It's not just a sugary thing. It's it's low in sugar, but it's got collagen and MCT oil and all kinds of good stuff mm. for you. And right. it tastes good. It tastes like hot chocolate. Well, I'm trying to figure out how to use that in a sermon, but I haven't figured it out yet, so <sighs> Okay. Anything you say or do. Well, yeah. If you figure out how to use collagen in a sermon... I'll think of something. I'll give you $50. You'll give me $50? (laughs) No. (laughs) Because I'll figure it out. I'm sure you would. You'd probably just figure out some way to throw the word collagen in there. Mm Mm-hmm. I would. Anyway. No, but I'm a lady in my 40s now, and so collagen has become an important part of my daily routine. Got it. Got it. So, Anywho, um, if you hear, so we shut the door so the dogs can't come in here. And I don't know if you guys could hear it on the last podcast. When I listened back to it, I could hear them whining outside the door. And they're doing that again. So I'm sorry. But we have animals and they want to be with us. And if they were in here, they'd just be. They'd be climbing all over the mic right now and be totally distracting. Yes. So. So, yeah, we've been uh, kind of 
kicking the tires on this topic uh, that we want to cover today for a while, at least it's been on your mind for a while, and you kind of hinted at it uh, in the last podcast that we did last week, um, and that's to talk about what is known as the Law of Attraction, attraction, the secret, and um, maybe, and along with that, the idea of manifesting. So, Mm -hmm. can you want to like... um, kind of tell people why this has kind of been on your mind and and um yeah what we did the other night to kind of prepare for this podcast yeah so oh gosh was it last year at this time or was it the year before it was time? during the pandemic lockdowns yeah, so, okay, of march so, eight, march april may of 2020 so so two years ago because it's 2022 now um I have a good friend who, one of those friendships that you kind of have over the span of a lot of years, um, and you might not see each other all the time, but you always kind of keep in touch, and when you get together, it's like no time has passed. You know, you just kind of fall right back into where you were, and this... This gal was one of those kinds of friends, and we met when I was in college, and we both were um, working. Um, She was working at one store in the mall, and I was working at another store in a mall, and we kind of met because of that, and just found out that we were both believers and hit it off, and um, have just were a part of each other's lives for many, many years. And, um, the last two, three years or so, I started noticing that, well, okay, so I started really investigating and researching this topic starting two years ago in 2020, around this time of year. Um, and the reason that I started doing that is because I had started noticing that she was, posting some just really different things and they seem to have a very um new age spiritual kind of flavor to the posts which surprised me a little bit and because we were friends and had had multiple conversations about faith and beliefs and you know this that and the other thing I was surprised that she was posting this type of thing and I did have a a few different conversations with her about, you know, hey, you know, I noticed you posted this, just curious, you know, why you posted that or, or what is it that, you know, you were trying to say or I'm just not quite sure what you're getting at here and, you know, you seem to be saying that, using scripture to say this and this, but that, you know, that's a new age belief. And, and I didn't know, maybe you didn't know that, but it is, you know, stuff like that. I would have those types of conversations with her. And if you know me at all, you know that I am not the type of person to, um, I don't enjoy conflict. I don't enjoy controversy. I don't want to sit there and argue. I don't, that is not my personality. But this was a close friend and I felt like I needed to ask her about what she was posting. And so we had some back and forth conversation and she she just started telling me some really disturbing things like um, God was, you know, leading her in a different path. And, you know, she was experiencing this spiritual awakening was a, a phrase that she would use a lot. And, um, yeah, so it just, there, there was just a lot of phraseology that she would use that was very new age. And so I was really curious, like what she was getting herself into, because it was definitely, she was combining her Christian faith with these new age type phrases and thoughts and and things like that. And so I was curious if there was 
such a thing out there? Was this like a new thing that was coming along? In the, with, is this like a new evangelical movement? Right, or right. That, you know, where um, new age thoughts and philosophies are being combined with the Bible and, and scripture is being used to support these thoughts and philosophies. And, oh, oh gosh, if you start researching this stuff, it you will get led down all kinds of... It really is a wormhole. It of is. Just... I found out so much more than I probably ever wanted to know. And the point of the podcast, why we're talking about it, is not so much to give you all the details of everything that I read and found and researched because, I mean, we're going to talk a little bit about that, but just to if we did all the details this we would be oh, on this word. topic for like a we long time we could do and, multiple episodes yeah. and you know maybe in the future there's a time and a space for that but the point of it is i got really concerned for my friend and over the last couple of years i've just watched her just um she would say she's elevating in her faith, and I would say she's deconstructing in her faith. Uh, yes, I would um, say she's abandoning she, her yes, faith. It's yes, so this departing the faith, the supposed spiritual awakening that she's saying she's experiencing. Um, so, she she is starting to sound more and more and more and more like the world and more and more and more like new age philosophy and scripture is less and less and less a part of what she's saying. Well, for example, she is flat out claiming and saying that she's a goddess. Yes. That she has this feminine divine. So, um, yeah, I, so spark kind of a concept. Yeah. So, there's so much to unravel here. So I apologize if this kind of rambles because there's just a lot to unwind. I kind of want to get back to why why are we talking about this on the Just Grace It podcast. Um, I feel like it's important to talk about because I'm seeing it not just with this friend, but I'm seeing it in... A lot of people that we have known over the years, you know, maybe we went to school with them or we've known them throughout the years in ministry or because of traveling for ministry or whatever. And these types of ideas of um, new age ideas are creeping. And these are Christian people. They're believers. As far as we know, they've professed faith. Um these new age ideas are creeping in to the church and um, believers are embracing them. And we're actually seeing several people that we've known over the years embrace these ideas and latch onto them and make them a, a big part of their life. And so we wanted to have a conversation about that on the podcast just to kind of bring awareness that this is happening Maybe you guys as listeners have, you know, noticed some of that too. We're definitely noticing it. And I think the main thing we wanted to talk about today is the idea of the law of attraction, the secret uh, manifestation, you know, manifesting the things that you want. Um, a lot of this comes into play when you get into like health and fitness, um, which I was in for a while. Health um, and fitness and then also like financial, ad, financial um, yes. uh, advising possibly. Yes. To, or like, fit, financial fitness almost. Yes, I, like creating the <clears throat> life you want. And so we're going to, and setting goals. And there's, I want to be very clear, there's absolutely nothing wrong with setting goals. Nothing wrong with it. I think it's important to set goals and have priorities and sort of have a, excuse me, an organized path forward in your life as much as you can. So, so we're not saying that goal setting is wrong, but goal setting is often 
put hand in hand with this idea that you can manifest a better reality for yourself by yeah. positive thinking and, and all of this. So Positive thinking and positive energy. So um, back in 2006, you were, I don't remember what was going on. Um, our first son was still a baby and I was home alone watching him and you were doing something at the store. I don't, I don't know what you were doing, but <clears throat> I was feeding him his bottle and I was flipping through channels and I never watch Oprah ever. Mm-hmm. But as I was flipping through, I flipped past Oprah and there was a cover of a book on the screen called The Secret. Mm-hmm. And that struck me. I'm like, hmm, The Secret, thinking about, you know, just what struck me about it was Paul talking about the mystery and in, in his epistles and the secret, you know, that... Talking about the hidden wisdom The hidden of wisdom God. of God and the mystery, mm-hmm. etc. And now here's Oprah talking about this book, The Secret. So I was intrigued to find out what this was about. And um, it was basically about this idea of the law of attraction and this idea of manifesting and that there's a... The world works on these energy fields, according to the authors of this book. And you can attract to you what you put out so whatever you're putting out into the universe you will attract back to you based upon what they're calling the law of attraction we so in preparing for this podcast there's actually a documentary is it on netflix or amazon prime i think it was on netflix okay i think it's on netflix but it's called the secret and it's basically it tells you all about what the secret is and how to work it and supposedly and all this stuff and so what they were we watched it this last week and what they were saying all these different philosophers and doctors and quantum physicists and and, spiritual gurus and all this stuff that they're interviewing yes we're saying that your thoughts have vibrations and when you think certain thoughts well when you think anything really these thoughts and vibrations go out into the universe and then the universe will then catch these vibrations because the universe is full of vibrations and then it will send back it tracks it like a magnet and then it will send back to you whatever it is that you're focusing your thinking on so, for example, they actually said in this video, in this documentary, that if you get into a car accident, you attracted that car accident to you by thinking about and being afraid of getting into a car accident. Correct. They actually said they actually that. Like, said I'm that. not even making it up. <laughs> they... So you put out the negative vibes into yes. the universe of being afraid of being hit or being in an accident or whatever. And so you attracted that back to you, and that's why you got in the accident. Yes. And, by, and on the other side of that, if you think positively and you put out, I will have a million dollars by the time I'm 50 years old... And you focus on that and you, you know, you do all these things and you keep saying it out loud and you believe it and claim it. And um, they use the word declare. Declare. Yep. They use the word declare a lot. You have to declare it to be so. Then it'll come back to you. And you will have your million dollars by the time you're 50 years old. And if you're not, if you're, you know, if you're putting it all out there, but you're not seeing it yet, you just have to hang on and, and keep, keep that positive thinking going because it's right there under the surface. And, and, um, they, they actually showed pictures of seeds what is they what are they what kind of photography do they call that where time lapse time lapse photography where the seed goes in and then it you know turns into this beautiful plant or whatever 
um, you know, they actually said the seed has been planted by all that positive thinking and putting those positive thought vibes out into the universe. And you just have to hang on because it's right under the surface and that seed is going to grow and prosper and, and come to you. And that is very much what the word of faith movement in quote unquote Pentecostalism. Yeah. What they, um, I guess if you want, I, I wouldn't even say they're Bible believers. They use the Bible to promote this idea of name it, claim it, prosperity gospel. You know, you were never meant to be sick or poor or any of this, these things. And if you are these things, it's because you have sin in your life or you don't have enough faith. You need to plant the seed. And if you plant the seed, it's going to come back to you a hundredfold. Like we've all seen that on tbn and you know yeah we've all but it's the same thing it is it's new age teaching and i think that people get tricked into it because now you know people are using the bible and they're using scripture to back up these new age beliefs and philosophies. And there's even, there's in my research, there's even like a bigger element now, like a more modern version of it. So word of faith, like Kenneth Copeland and Kenneth Hagen, Kenneth Hagen and like all those guys, like that's, that's still out there. Definitely. I mean, Kenneth Copeland is still on TV and, he didn't do a good job of blowing COVID away. No, he didn't. He pretty much failed at that. Um, so, you know, that's still out there. But now there's like this new version. It's like the same. <laughs> and I don't even know if it's new. It's like the same thing, but it's enhanced. It's and on steroids. It's, it's, yes. it's amped up. It's, yes. It's, um, and it's like, so Bethel. And what's the other big... There's Bethel, and then there's elevation. A, or, uh, elevation. No, Ferd, the guy Furtick. Um, elevation. I think St- Stephen, Stephen Furtick, Furtick is elevation, and then Bethel. So Bill Johnson, and then I feel like there's another one too that the name is escaping me. But um, Hillsong. Hillsong. Um, like these churches are teaching this kind of stuff, and so I, this research and this all of this stuff that you know, my friend was saying these things. So I would take like some of the phrases that she was posting and I would look them up and it led me to all these YouTube videos and all these articles and all this stuff about how churches like Bethel are actually teaching this stuff. They're teaching it on steroids. Like you were saying, I mean, it is like it's word of faith and then some, there's actually a school, Bethel has a school that you can go to and learn how to manifest and learn how to be a prophetess and learn how to be a healer and Yeah, I mean it's it's pretty crazy. And I, I think that the I think that the word of faith movement so I have in my hands right now a copy of The Kingdom of the Cults by Walter Martin. And this is the completely updated and revised edition from 1997. And there's a whole chapter in here in Appendix B about the Word of Faith movement. And it's it's talking about how if you take this chapter and you read it and you compare it to what you would see, it say, in the secret video or uh, when people are talking about the law of attraction and manifestation, etc., there's really no difference between the way they're explaining that there's power in your words and your words have the power to speak things into existence and the power to right. bring bring new things into existence and into reality and if you want something you just have to you, you name it and claim it and you speak it into existence and that's that's really not any different at all from the idea of manifestation the idea that you know I want I I want prosperity or I want this or that and so I'm going to through positive thinking, believe that I have it, act like I have it, function like I have it. And even then, when you don't. Even when I don't, and then I will attract it to me. Mm-hmm. There's really no difference between that and 
um, the word of faith concept and this, you know, the law of attraction manifestation right. concept. So, so the one side, so the secret side of it, I mean, they're doing all this apart from the Bible or any sort. I mean, it's just flat out new age, like. It's new age philosophy. It's new it's, age it's, philosophy. And there's so many layers to, like, you can't. It's not like being like a Baptist, for example, and saying like if you went to a Baptist website or to, you know, a book on Baptist, you could you could go and research and, and there are some fundamental things that Baptists believe across the board. But New Age is just this very like fluid it pulls from all sorts of different religions, including Christianity, and it it's just pretty much whatever you want it to be, it can be. Um, you know, it includes pan pantheism, it I mean Buddhism, I mean it it just it's all over the place. Yeah. So for me, as I think about the secret and the law of attraction and manifesting, my mind is immediately drawn to the adversary as the great counterf counterfeiter of the truth. So in my mind, I don't think it's any coincidence that, that this called is the called secret. the secret. I mean, if if the apostle, if, if Paul, our apostle, is, is preaching the preaching of Jesus Christ according to the revelation of the mystery, which was kept secret since the world began... And this is the the thing that we as believers today are supposed to be paying attention to. And now here along comes this secret that will, you know, unlock the universe for you and cause you to have all of this prosperity and, and uh, you know, health, wealth and abundance and all this sort of thing. I, I don't think that's a coincidence. I think that's I don't think it's uh, a intentional. I don't think it's a coincidence either. And. The really dangerous thing and ugly thing, I think, excuse me, now that I'm, I was just reading something today, this afternoon, um, about, there's this book out that's put out by Bethel called The Physics of Heaven, and they, in the book, the authors talk about, um, the hidden wisdom of God and they talk about the mystery and it's basically that, you know, they're taking those passages of scripture to be that there's all this hidden wisdom and power and stuff and the new age has stolen it, but we need to take it back because it was really stuff for us and, you know, that, <clears throat> that was ours that God wanted us to have, but new age took it and, you know, so really these new age thoughts and philosophies are really according to them scriptural and spiritual according to the bible that you know was taken by the new age and it it's it's really twisted so how they <clears throat> talk about it on page 507 of the book kingdom of the cults in the chapter just we want to read a couple things because i think it drives home what we're talking about uh, it says, uh, Word of Faith celebrity Kenneth Copeland says, quote, When you are saying <clears throat> what you are saying is exactly what you are getting now. They if, said that in the documentary. That's right. exactly what they said. If you are living in poverty and lack and want, change what you are saying. The powerful force of the spiritual world that creates the circumstances around us is controlled by the words of the mouth. Kenneth E. Hagan, who served for many years as Copeland's mentor, echoes his protege, quote, Your right confession will become a reality, and then you will get whatever you needed from God. Positively confessing something is the very first step in getting what is wanted, i.e. healing, a new boat, someone to marry, etc. The force of faith, coupled with a carefully uh, conceived positive confession is really the only way to produce results because such methods are what release God's ability to bring about the things desired. Quote, God's word conceived in the heart, then formed with the tongue, 
and spoken out of the mouth becomes a spiritual force releasing the ability of God. The stress placed on correct speaking often leads to some rather interesting uh, instructions on how to, quote, make God work. Now, I'm going to read this because I can't make this up. What do you need? Start creating it. Start speaking about it. Start speaking it into being. Speak to your billfold. Say, you big, thick billfold full of money. Speak to your checkbook. Say, you checkbook, you. You've never been so prosperous since I owned you. You're just jam full of money. Say to your body, your whole body, why not just function so beautifully and so well? Uh, why, body, you never have any problems. You're a strong, healthy body. Speak to your leg. Speak to your foot. Speak to your neck. Speak to your back. Speak to your wife. Speak to your husband. Speak to your circumstances and speak faith to them to create in them, and God will create what you are speaking. It goes along with, I listened to a message from Jen Johnson. Jen Johnson is the daughter-in-law of Bill Johnson, who is the head dude at Bethel. And I believe that's correct. It's either Bethel Bethel or Hillsong, but I believe it's Bethel. Um, And she was doing a message, and she literally said that she pictures the Holy Spirit... Like the genie in the bottle from Aladdin. Yep. And that she can that. she can just, you know, rub it rub him and, and you know and poof he'll give her what she wants. Yeah, your wish is my command. Yeah. Like she's talking about the spirit of God like he is a genie in a bottle and from do, a cartoon. And doing it absolutely seriously. Yes. Not not like tongue in cheek or joking around or making some other like you Point, talk about like absolutely believing it's true. Blasphemy. I mean, I, I just I couldn't believe it was coming out of her mouth when I I heard it. Like I'm like, are you kidding me? It's pretty yeah, I mean it's it's pretty it's pretty dangerous stuff. I think it's dangerous doctrine. I think it's doctrines of devils, you know, it's it's definitely it's not something to play around with as far as entertaining this idea and 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 don't fall for the trap of well this isn't word of faith this is this other this is law of attraction that it's it's really it's all the same same thing it's just put different it's just labeled different different ways um law of attraction is the same thing as the secret it's it's not any different um, they're all they're all saying the same thing, and we want to talk about it on this podcast because, like I said, I've literally seen friends, you know, and people that we have known over the years. Excuse me, on social media, media like talk, like saying, "Oh, you know, I used to think that law of attraction stuff was." silly but you know I started trying it and it's true and my whole life has changed and did you have something well I mean as we're thinking about it a verse popped into my mind and that's 2nd Corinthians 4 2 where Paul says he, he says but have renounced the hidden things of dishonesty not walking in craftiness nor handling the word of God deceitfully but by manifestation of the truth commending ourselves to every man's conscience in the sight of God. It's just interesting to me that the Bible uses the word manifestation here in in exactly contrary to the hidden things of dishonesty and walking in craftiness and handling the word of God deceitfully. We as believers are to be manifesting the truth of God, not prosperity and hoodly-doo stuff. So, okay, so there's a couple of things that I wanted to say about that that were on the tip of my tongue and I, now I can't think. Oh, I'm sorry. Should we manifest them? No. Oh. So, okay. So why are we talking about this? First of all, to bring awareness, you know, just in case maybe you weren't aware as the listener that that was out there. Second of all, you know, we have seen people that we know that are embracing these things. You know, it wasn't just this one time occurrence thing with my friend. Um, which, like we said earlier, has led her, she has strayed from faith. I mean, for sure. 
Um, but, you know, we've seen people embrace this idea of the law of attraction and the secret and, you know, doing these things. And the tricky thing about it is it sounds all good on the surface, you know. I mean, you wish it were true. You, you know, positive thinking. I mean, so so is it bad to to think positively? I mean, should we go around and have a negative you know, my life is horrible, everything stinks, you know, attitude? No. Um, scripture says that we're to to think on things that are pure and true and lovely and of good report and praiseworthy and to be thankful for what we have and to be content with what we have. And, you know, I mean, that doesn't mean that if you want to work hard to... So, I, I mean, I think about us having the horses you know like that that's been a dream of mine ever since I was a little girl but I had to work very hard and I still work hard so that I can I can have them here you know what I mean It, it wasn't just this oh oh, you know, I'm just going to think positively and send the vibe out into the universe and zap, there they are in my backyard. Like, it was a lot of hard work. It still is. And it still is. And it, and so there's nothing wrong with having a dream or a goal or something that you want to work towards because, you know, you want that to be part of your life. Um, You know, and there's there's nothing wrong with that, but... And you shouldn't go around with a negative outlook on everything where, you know, oh, my life is just terrible. And, you shouldn't be an Eeyore. Yeah, you shouldn't have a, a Eeyore attitude because Scripture doesn't... Scripture says you should be joyful and rejoicing in what yeah, the Lord yes, has done for yes, you. Yes, yes, yes. So, et cetera. So Rejoice having Lord a positive Lord. thought life, there's something to that. But Right, that's a scriptural thing. Yes, but now saying that this thought, this positive thought now has a vibe and that vibe's going to go bounce off the vibes in the universe and be like a magnet and the universe is going to send it back to you. That's like a completely different thing. And to me, that's where the whole idea of setting goals and working towards something that's a good thing, but then now you take it to this other level and you add all this other stuff in there and it just becomes something that's... Now you're dabbling into spiritual things you shouldn't be dabbling in. Yeah, I agree. The other thing I would say too, though, is that if that there's a ruination of relationships by when people get into this stuff... Because they're taught that if anyone is negative toward, yes. if anyone is negative about your secret law of attraction manifestation mindset, that that person is your enemy and you need to cut them out. You need to get rid of them because yeah, they're because just going to. Their negative energy. Their negative energy is going to, in, you know, cross wires with your positive energy and they're going to drag you down. And that's actually something that we learned is taught in Scientology. Right. That's. Correct. It, it, in Scientology, members are taught that if somebody um, questions the belief system or questions them about what they're doing or questions them about their quote-unquote faith, that I forgot what the term in Scientology is, but they're a, a, they're a, a negative... They're a negative. They're a Nelly. negative person, and and you need to like. They're actually told to cut them out of their life, like right. family members, friends. You know, nobody's allowed to question you. And if a member starts questioning the quote unquote church, then you know, yeah. But getting it back out of Scientology, it, the same concept is applied by people who are embracing this. Yes. This. Um, law of attraction secret manifestation mindset is if if somebody's if they hear you talking about manifestation and they're negative about it or they're questioning it or they're doubting it then they're they're gonna that's somebody you don't want around you because they're going to interfere with your you know manifestation of whatever it is that you are trying to get yeah 
And the other thing that we noticed too, when we watch and you you saying about what you're trying to get, the other <laughs> thing that we noticed when we were watching this documentary this last week on the secret was it was all about material things, cars, money, vacations, uh, you know, romance. Like it's like yeah. these things to collect and health, have. healthy health. Yeah. Not, I mean, sure, I want to be healthy, too. And there's nothing wrong with... Goal setting towards getting healthier. And no, we're doing that I, right now. Correct. I mean, so there's nothing wrong with that. But when you now... It becomes now like a religion to you. Yeah. When you're elevating the universe and saying that the universe has some kind of power to bring these things to you, the universe is a created thing. Correct. It, it, you could argue it's actually a form of creature worship. It is. So, we, I don't even know how long. How long have we been going here, wife? How long? Whoa. 40 minutes. So, it's amazing anyone listens to us. Why? We just ramble. <laughs> I don't think we just rambled. I think that I'm was just a good kidding. conversation. I do, too. I do too. So, we need to manifest a bigger audience. <laughs> Guys, this is my sarcastic, dry humor here. I just confounded my wife, and so I need to repent. Sometimes your humor is... Not funny? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, anyway. come on. I'm always funny in my own head. <laughs> yeah. Um... See, now I was going to say something, and now I don't remember what I was going to say. So I want to reiterate, the reason that we're talking about this is just to make you guys aware, but also, if you're somebody who's like, oh, that sounds kind of good, like, I really would like to learn how to, you know, bring the things into my life that I really want to have, um and you're a believer, like, you just need to be really, really careful where you're getting into some of this stuff because it, it is a slippery slope. You open the door to the one thing and then it, I've seen it happen. Like, I literally have watched people that I know open this door and then they go sliding down. I agree. You know, into all this other stuff in it. I mean, some of it is just flat out like witchcraft. I I agree, and even in the this book, Kingdom of the Cults, um, uh, they call the Word of Faith movement basically white magic. Yeah, it's 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 white magic. It's the idea. And like I didn't know <clears throat> this, and maybe now we're getting off into other things. But do you know that like that belief system has their own version of tarot cards? And things like I, I had no idea. Well, you told me about that when you started watching the videos about what was going on at Bethel. So I had no idea. And they have in their training school, my memory's correct. Teaching people teaching how to people use the Christian use version of Christian tarot, tarot, tarot cards yeah. to read their future and all this sort of business. And and you know, to your point. And and communicating with angels, how oh you can have conversations with angels and this kind of stuff, and it's like. Never mind what Paul says in Colossians 2.18 about intruding into those things which you have not seen, vainly puffed up We're by. not supposed to be, it, it never says anywhere, we're not supposed to be worshiping angels. Every single time in scripture when an angel came and talked to a human being and the human being fell down and started to worship, the angel immediately told them, do not do that. Stand up. Yep. Arise. Yep. Yeah. And I, I think, though, what you were saying about it being a slippery slope a minute ago, to me, obviously, without naming names, this friend has basically, as you questioned whether or not this is legitimate and so forth, has basically cut you out. Yeah, but that doesn't mean that I don't, I still pray for her. I mean, I know I understand still, that, but. She's still as heavy on my heart, but yeah, we don't we don't I'm talk and is, we don't have conversation anymore. And she pretty much has put up this wall. There were a lot of us that were her believing friends that were like, 
trying to talk to her and be like, hey, you're headed down this road and it's dangerous and it's scary and where are you going and what, you know, you need, we tried to draw her back and she just didn't want to have anything to do with it. Yeah. You know, and it was really, it's really, really sad. And and that's my point about an ending relation. You know, you were perceived as a negative person because out of concern, you reached out to ask questions yeah, about now, it. So now I and the others so that tried are, to hold her we're now yeah. trying to hold her back from reaching her true potential and, you know, right. all this stuff. And it just, it's just, it's sad. It bre- it breaks my heart for her. It really does. It's, uh, it is sad. It's, I agree. It's, it's a very sad situation. So, and, and we're not, we're not mentioning her on the podcast to like, they, I mean, like, we're not trying to say bad things. She's very open with what she had. To, you oh, yeah. know, she's not hiding it. So it's not like we're not saying anything that isn't, isn't out there. And, you know, but, like, it just. It's just a concern it, and the people be aware of it. It People so. need to be. You're going to make the phone fall and we're not going to be able to record this. No. Um, you guys need to be aware of it. And also, like, when you're talking to people who may be into this stuff, you know, don't, don't go like a bull in a china shop and, you know, blast them over the head with the Bible. I mean, like, go in in meekness and gentleness and try to get them out of the snare of the devil because that's where they're headed. You know, if you go in with guns blazing and your, you know, Bible on one hip and yeah, don't do it that way because they're not going to listen. And they may not listen as nice. If you are perfectly nice and sweet, they still may not listen. My friend didn't listen. I hope someday she will. But, you know, I tried to keep that door open so that if someday she gets to the point where she is stuck and she wants out, yeah, she so feel, she could feel like she could come talk to me and and we could have that conversation. I think that's wise. I think you don't want to, I mean, you, you've you've told her you don't agree. You've expressed your concern about her going in the wrong direction. In 2 Timothy 2, Paul talks about in meekness instructing those that oppose themselves if God peradventure will give them you know, repentance and acknowledgement of the truth, right? Right. So you, 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 you've kept the door open, and if she ever has a question, and what I've found to be the case is when people are really willing to listen, it's when <clears throat> their system fails them. Yeah. It's when it doesn't when they realize it doesn't work and it's not everything they thought it was and then they really have a crisis of of belief or faith and if you have not dealt with them so harshly that they feel they can still talk to you that's where you're going to have the practical open door yeah. of opportunity to you know then they'll feel like they can come to you and say, "You know, <clears throat> I really thought this was great and wonderful when I first got into it." But right. now it's fallen to pieces and I need help. I don't know how to get, you know, I don't know how to get out. And then you can be there to help them. Right. You've made it clear. You've given her the truth. You've made it available. And now she's going to have to kind of just. Yeah. But you're there for her if, if she needs you to help her or to talk yeah. about it. So I think you handled it well. Well. I know maybe you don't feel you have, but I, I do. Like I said, I just, my heart is to my friend and I just want her to be, you know, I want her to know that she could talk to me if she ever decided. And when I do the show notes for this, I'll try to put some links in there of some of the videos that I I watched or listened to. Um, there's, there's one girl, um, she used to be in the new age movement. Um, so she was in the new age and then she kind of got saved and then she kind of was in the Christian new age version of it. And then she came out of it. Um, Melissa Doherty, she has a lot of videos on YouTube and, um, I, I really learned a lot from her because she's coming at it from the perspective of somebody who's been there and then came out of it. And so she does a lot of different videos, um, instructing what they're teaching 
and proving that it's coming from new age because she she was in the new she, age she, yeah, knows. she knows she knows what <laughs> she yeah. knows that it's the same and and where it's coming from so um i i learned a lot from her and um there's some others too but i'll try to try to put that in there that's good so i guess that's our podcast for yeah tonight. So if you, again, if you're enjoying the podcast, if you would consider liking it, sharing it, leaving us a rating, um, and telling your friends about it, that'd be great. Yep. We appreciate that. We are still hearing from you. We did get another question, um, a little bit about like, it was about the, when we were talking about the flesh. It was a follow-up question. Personality types Yeah, and maybe the flesh. we can deal with that in the next yeah, one. Yeah, I think that would be an interesting one to talk about um, <clears throat> just because we've been talking a lot about yeah. just what is the flesh and just trying to define some of these terms and, and make it a little simpler for people, yeah. especially in our um, small group Bible study thing that we do at church. So if you want to correspond, uh, you can reach us an email, brian, B-R-Y-A-N, at justgraceit.com. You can also message us, message us on Messenger on our Facebook podcast page, which is, um, it's on Facebook, and it's the Just Grace It podcast with Brian and Becky Ross. That's the name of the Facebook page. And then you can send us a message, or, you know, some of you guys message us on our pages too but right our our personal pages are not public so is your personal page public on facebook like your profile mine has to be because for live streaming for church i can't live stream unless it's public so yes i think it's public okay brian's is public mine is not i just it used to be and i just was getting too many weird weird people trying to contact me or yeah come on there's no weird people out there well that and i just i don't know yeah yeah i think some things just need to be for friends only (laughs) so anyway but you can message us you can email us um yeah so i guess thanks for listening Yeah, we appreciate it. We'll talk to you guys later. Grace and peace. Bye.